smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Let's talk about growing some weeds, some dank cannabis, some fire, and make it loud. All right, Scotty? Wow, loud AF? Yes, mm-hmm. loud AF. L-O-L. I talk Anyone to the guess? kids these days. IRL. I got that one yesterday, man. In real life. Wait, one got of them it. has changed, and like me as a 90s kid, it's starting to bug me. ASL is now as hell. Instead of uh, back in language, no, in the early days of the internet, like with chatting things, right? It was age, sex, location to be like, are you a male or a female? How old are you? And where are you at in the country? And do you have a car? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Creepy. Pumps of candy. I missed all that. Okay. This is Girl Talk. I'm going to give the show rundown today, guys. Your questions and things and all of this Girl Talk is built off of dudegrows.com. Y'all can go over there. It's free to sign up. Yep. Put up your girl questions. Participate in a great community. Our Dank Nug is Godfather OG, the family tree cannabis company posted by Happy Hippie 1981. All right. And Talk questions. We've got DGC to the rescue by White Boy Rick. Uh, also, eggs question mark question mark by Trike Man. That doesn't Egg sound man. good. One for you, Scotty. Micro Hempy Bucket by Grow Coast Six Fifty and the Grow Hacks. It's this cool. one is adorable. Okay, it actually has some practicality. I like that. Don't forget about Doctor Trip Down. Wants to know about RO Water Trip Tone. RO Water and Soil Organic Grows. <clears throat> we haven't touched on RO Water in a minute. Meaning. Completely filtered, almost just pure water. That's right. We should do a wake and bake about water someday because it's so weird. There's like all sorts of stuff in water. Like that Fiji water tastes different because there's different stuff in it, you know? Can we talk about dams? Oh, I like that. I live on the top of one, man. Sorry, Guru. When the levee break. <laughs> I hope I'm up here. <laughs> Come stay with me. Sir. Are you that kind of that kind of content guy? Like you'd sit down and watch like a, an hour-long documentary about dams? Um, no. I Scott no. might not be. I'll sit down and watch a 15 minute YouTube document documentary about different dams collapsing. They have that like one, <laughs> it's 15 minutes for just different dams that have collapsed all over the place throughout history. And they explain like how and why it happened and how they could have prevented it before. I don't know. They're pretty good. It's interesting. Man, I tried to watch a documentary. Somebody said something about us not knowing anything about the Jungle Boys. So there was like a 20 minute documentary on the guy or whatever, a couple of the guys. And sure enough, I made it about eight minutes in. I'm like, I can't take it, man. I can't, you know, it's like one of these very well-produced things. Like I need it in like four minutes or less, man. All right, well, this isn't gonna be four minutes or less on this Grow Talk show, because we got too yes, much sir. good information to cover here before we hop in. I'll tell you all about dudegrows.com forward slash support. Getting some more content coming at the patron producers, making this show happen. Uh, we just put out the last pre-show, if you haven't checked that out over there, as well as this Friday. I'm calling a grower hang. It's just an easy grower hang for the Patreon producers, myself, whoever else wants to soup the gardener. This will be over on Discord if you're already you know supporting what? the show. What's hey, up? you know, I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but Do You Write Genetics is going to be hanging out on Friday. Banner, we're going to have a little a little smoke fest, bro. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to join you. Nice, nice. Yeah, you guys uh, supporting the show, just hop on Discord, 420 Pacific time. It's October 1st. Uh, no format, nothing, just talking, girl. You got questions, what's going on with your girl? What's up with this? What's up with that? I love it. Really easy to hang out. It's like the grower happy hour, okay? Okay. 
Can I have an hour before where we just get high where I don't have to think or anything? When I say <laughs> the, words, the happy hour, when if I say happy hour, does that get you like, oh, yeah, oh, something it's like two good for memories, ones, man? It's two good for ones, food or good times. No, cheap drinks, or, or is it because they call it happy hour, or is it just how they word it? I don't know. You get the super spreader buffet there, man. It's nice. <laughs> I'm usually happy if there's a happy hour, okay. Damn straight. So, I bet you are. Wait a minute. I I got two beers, but I only paid for one. <laughs> so happy, man. <laughs> yep. Uh, going to ducos.com forward slash sport. You also see the current giveaway, guys. We're hooking up a full-on grow setup. It's a grower tent from AC Infinity, uh, HLG Light. Just go to go over there, ducos.com forward slash sport to see what's there. Deal and recharge, free seeds. And again, I will mention because they're, I don't know, they're going to go quick. DDC hats are out. Alpinehempcompany.com. You can kick your DDC hats there. Uh, we're going to keep having different variations come out. There's one new boonie style, which that's a hat. If you don't know what a boonie hat is, it like, it's like what you'd wear in the jungle, right? In the boonies. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and a new style. Uh, but what do you call those? A ball cap? Baseball cap style? Is that what you call that? I think so. It's If it's not a trucker cap, it's got to be a baseball cap, right? Because they started it, huh? Baseball guys. I see. Uh, they even wore oh. trucker caps back in the day. I remember in the 70s, the baseball guys had trucker caps for a couple of years, man. And I sent a coupon code out to the patrons uh, for those hats as well. If you didn't uh, catch that, go and check the recent posts. And that's all I got. Dugros.com forward slash support. Let's get into the show here. Talk, grow, look at a dank nug, uh, which we got first off here. Godfather OG, the family tree cannabis company by Happy Hippie 81. Okay, let's see what we got. What's up, dudes? 40-year-old grower, finally in legal country after working my craft since 99 in Duval County, Florida. Where's that? Oh, my God. Hang on. That's like Jacksonville and... I, I I don't know. Somebody had some kind of special about like Duval County Jail. It's not good, man. Like Broward County Jail really sucks. Dade County. It's like there's some places where you don't want to go to jail, man. Duval sounds pretty shitty. Uh, so I've been working my craft since 99 in Duval County, Florida. I have OG Kush crossed with Alpha OG grown in organic super soil, self-composted, spring water, and recharge only. I'll be taking the can of... Uh, to it, taking it to the Canacon in Virginia in November. Yes, see some of these events. Go ahead. Do you write genetics? I believe is throwing. I don't know if it's the Canacon. It's, it's the event in Virginia. I don't know what he's calling it, but we'll be talking about that in a couple of days. But yeah, there's events going on in Virginia. Sick, sick. This grow nice, scrogged out grow here. I like the canopy. Um, those look like at least seven, if not 10 gals, which going organics is the way to go. A lot of soil volume for your battery. Right. And I like the simplicity of this man, spring water, spring water, Scotty, uh, and, uh, just the composted super soil recharge, digging it. Beautiful. Hell yeah. That's like when beers are like brewed with snow. <laughs> one, one company had brewed with snow melt. Yeah. Fresh snow melt. Isn't that coarse? <laughs> No, of course, it's Rocky Mountain Spring Water. <laughs> Happy Hippie 81 about the author, born in 81, found weed in 94, and fell in love. I've been growing since 99 and grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey. Started growing a hybrid chem dog and moved on to a local OG Kush train. I was running under two 400-watt HPSs and metal halide. Nice. Today, I'm still growing OG Kush and ever-evolving it under my full-spectrum LED lights in legal land. Nice. nice. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, like I, I didn't mean to jump to, to a negative in Jacksonville, but it's just the kind of place you don't want to get caught with a bunch of weed or growing weed. Because like a very proper, like, I don't know, a lot of proper people that they'd find on the jury. Church proper goers. people, the jury. church goers, man. All right. Aren't you supposed to pay an attorney to make the journey jurors yours? Like if you have money. Yeah, that's, what it's, that's if you have like the, the millions and the millions or something. Uh, you know what, though? Think about it. All the, uh, the prosecutors and the defense attorneys, they do all know each other. They hang out in some of the same clubs or bars or haunts. You know, they see each other at a restaurant. <laughs> I like that. Think about it, man. They probably both work in the same building a lot of the time. So they're probably at the same rest restaurants. They know each other socially. Shit, they might have gone to school together. Deals are made, man. Hey, look, man, I know this guy. Not a bad guy over here, man. Cut him a break. You know, and then it's even, <clears throat> you know, I got this other guy over here that probably does deserve to go to jail, you know, but they do make deals with each other. I do not doubt it. I do not doubt it. This is, uh, let's help this DDC to the rescue here by White Boy Rick. It says, hey, DDC, Scotty the Dude and the guru of gurus, really. Come on, man. I mean, guru can, you know, throw some knowledge into the situation, but the gurus the of gurus, gurus, I don't know. Gurus, man. Wow. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you that in front of my wife, man. Please she don't. She gets so upset when I call him guru. <laughs> Why do you call him that? Yep. He's not your guru. <laughs> Ever since I found y'all's videos have been hooked and even got a buddy growing and washing. Awesome. That's the goal. Uh, yeah. I've recently made a pretty big investment with six HLG 600R specs for a 12 by 14 room. Bam. All right. He's lit up. Wait, hang on a second. That's a lot of light. Let's do the math on that. Uh, R spec does what? A five by five area? Six by six? We'll call it a five by nah, it is a six five by, by six. five. When you start adding multiple lights, that equation there you go. Gets, gets a little bit complicated. Okay. It's more on like the total square footage and the total PPF that you have in there. I haven't run the, the equation for that, but that is just uh, in looking <laughs> at that. That is a little bit too much light. Might want to be dimming those down some. But um, I see what he's doing. If you're getting as much light as you possibly can, you probably could get away with four there. But he's just saying if there's two, because it's a six by six and there's 12 foot wide, well, it's six by six, you do two, four, and then it like two and a half, which you can't really do two and a half lights, you know? He's set in a sense, though. I mean, with those lights and the nice dimmable LED, the knob's right there. Um, so you can handle taking them down a little bit. It's like you said, where the lights yeah. cross over in the grid is where you got to take into account sure. that you're getting some more light intensity. Uh, let me go I, up with a, I, I will uh, say, just as far as building grows, I bet you could have gotten away with uh, just four lights, though. I could uh, maybe five. How are you going to do a diamond? <laughs> but but seriously, if you have four lights and you have, you're basically lighting like a 12 by 12 area. That's, got that's, a 12 each by light, that's each light covering a six by six. And then you have like eight square feet on the side yeah. to move around. So like six is, is definitely being heavy handed in the light. Right. Four would not be enough for that area or barely enough for that area. Five hey, it's would, enough for that area in a little five would be the sweet now. spot. I like to have some aisles a little bit. I know grow real estate's valuable, yeah. but it is nice to have an aisle and that type of shit. So I agree in that sense, Scotty. Four, if you got a little move around room. Six, if you got everything packed to the wall, solid. Right. You can't even move around. Right. Uh, let me move on here. Unfortunately, I'm in prohibition land and it's tough to get supplies. So please don't hate too hard. There's no hating. We're not hating. Because no. I'm using Fox Farm Coco Loco. Oh, man. Uh, 
No, I'm just kidding. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. I I don't know if I like the Coco Loco, but I mean, it 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 if it, it shouldn't be bad. I've sold it before. I, got, I worked hydro. I got What's crazy up? peppers that I grew in it this year. Logo. Coco Loco is what we used last year we had, when we were doing organic versus synthetic. And it was, you know, it's just light. Somebody was asking me why Coco, because you get to feed it a whole bunch, man. You Isn't Loco water. crazy in Spanish? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> That's it is. when you immediately said you had some crazy peppers. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, nice. It could just be me, and I'm talking about <laughs> Back to the Girl Talk question. 70% Coco Loco and 30% worm castings. Do you think 30% is a little heavy into a mix? I think it's a little uh, heavy. It is. I've gone that heavy before, and I've definitely recommended or told people that to go that heavy. I've been lightening lightening up lately on it. Could that possibly combine compaction at all? I mean, worm castings are very fine and packable, right? I was trying to change the texture of my soil with them. You know, there's nothing wrong with the texture of cocoa. You know, with cocoa, I would just add. I'd take a little bit less. You know, I'd take 20 percent. Twenty percent is good. All right, it's in five-gallon pots after transplanting from one gals for newts. Everything sounds good so far. Mm-hmm. Using the yeah. GH Flora Series three-part with their Cali Magic, which is their calcium magnesium product. Yep. And their other supplements such as Flora Blend, Diamond Nectar, Armor SI, Rapid Start, Floralicious Plus, and of course, Recharge. So let's talk about let's talk insurance. about that really. I'm sorry, Go but ahead. I just wanted to say the Diamond Nectar is a is a fulvic acid or it's a humic acid. There's plenty of that in recharge, so you can drop that. Um, the Armor SI, I do. I am really getting into the monosilicic acid. Am I getting it? Boom. You got it. Yep. I are, and Armor SI is not, but it is a silica product. But yeah, oh, I would it's say not, if you right. have, It's potassium you silicate, means, right? Go to a monosilicic product, right? Explain too. the difference. It's growth talk, man. Well, uh, plant availability, basically. One is, I don't know why, the, I mean, Guru can hit all it. Of why it all of it is going to start off at some point as more than likely potassium silicate. Right. Uh, that has to be broken down either over time or microbially to turn it into monosilicic acid, which is what the plants actually uptake. They don't gotcha. uptake potassium silicate. They don't uptake just straight silicate molecules. It needs to be that monosilicic acid for it to be an available form for them. So it gets it in there a lot faster. If you use potassium silicate and consistently are putting it into your soil, there is stuff breaking down into monosilicic acid there uh, through, through the soil, um, but it takes a lot more time for it to happen where monosilicic acid is like instant perk the plant up. And we were just talking about monosilicic acid that they are now combining it with like magnesium or I, I can't no molybdenum. It's, remember, it's a uh, boron and molybdenum. Yeah, are the two things that they're uh, amino complexing, like an amino acid, so that it's non-reactive with a lot of other stuff, and then mixing it in with uh, the the silicate products. So it's pretty cool. New, it's, techno- it's, new technology in uh, agriculture is pretty sweet. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, sorry about I hijacking think, that. <laughs> it's all good. I was, you and you're uh, going to the other products here. Rapid Start from them, I believe, is a product that is from, uh, geez, I thought it had the willow extract or something in it. It's like a 111, an early vegetative product. I thought uh, I thought Rapid Start was like uh, like for cloning. I thought that was like their IDA product, which probably, is the stuff yeah. that's in willow. It sounds about right. And then Floralicious Plus, which is a uh, vitality enhancer. Yeah, I don't know what that is, man. It's like that that soupy kind of stuff. I can tell. I mean, I don't know if <laughs> since we wanted to break it down quick, it's derived from bar, this is off GH's site, barley protein hydroslate, 
corn protein hydroslate, dipotassium phosphate, monopotassium phosphate, olive protein hydroslate, hmm. kelp, seaweed, soy protein hydroslate, and tomato protein hydroslate. What the hell are all these hydroslates? Guru, I'm going to need to ask, man. I know what fish hydroslate is. That's what like fish emulsion is. stuff's broken, yeah, uh, like broken down in acids. The hydroslates. And are those those are macronutrients or those are just meant for flavor as flavor enhancers? Or why would you use those? Um I mean they're the they're gonna be like nutrition and uh I mean uh, that was a lot of shit that he just named off. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh don't just throw all the fucking hydroslates at me. And it's stuff that's broken down and made into a little bit like pre-digested into an available form by microbial acid so it's like micro okay. well, we, microbe food or i'm just it's, it's plant food it's like fit, like like using fish hydroslate right plants it's plant food gotcha okay amino acids all that stuff and yes. here's the problem he's in week four question and problem week four of edge and have noticed an ongoing issue with my plants and my buddy has also the same issue with this the stems on the leaves are turning pink purple and also notice real dark almost black streaks on the main stock I think I did that like Boston. Also also noticed this yellowing between the veins on a few leaves. I know that this needs to be fixed now before it gets worse. Thank you all and keep on keeping us lifted. Also, what are your thoughts on being a supporter and living in prohibition land? Well, let's help. Oh, yeah. Hang on one second. Yes. A lot of our patrons are from prohibition land. I don't think anybody's out to get you. But then again, no, I mean, if they're it's, it's something else, <laughs> it would be something else. Yes, it would be. All right. So looking at these pictures here, I, his the nutrient program we just broke down should be complete. If he's watering in and everything's happy, his plant should have everything he needs from those said nutrients, even just the base of the G8 series you can grow with on its own. Um, Agreed. But looking at we can hit first the coloration in the stems. The yeah. purple coloration in the stems from the leaves and the streaking of almost black on the main stalks. I've seen this in my room um, pretty heavy under my 600 R spec that I had sure. turned up full blast mm-hmm. and Maestro's blaming on it on the lights. Like basically too much light can cause this stress. I know it could be genetic. It's got to be genetic times as well. It, the, I definitely, mean, it definitely can be genetic at times as well, but it is like a stress response from the plant. Um, and Maestro, in this situation, uh, knowing what we know about this grow room, Maestro is probably correct in thinking that it is from too much light intensity. So either raise the lights up if that's an option or dim the lights down yep. um, if that's an option for you. And then just looking through these pictures, uh, here, I'll get to one specific, this one, a uh, really good example of a magnesium deficiency where it's got that intervenal chlorosis where it's starting sure. yellow, yellow between the veins um this plant is also magnesium deficient which kind of makes sense if it's in a cocoa like that well, think um, of- a lot of the magnesium that's getting watered is probably getting bonded up by the cocoa that might not have been buffered uh as good as it could have been so should he just-, just up his tally magic sorry scott <laughs> I was just gonna say things just stop working when you put that much light on them though. I've done, I'm super guilty of that. As a matter of fact, I've got my HLGs dialed down to 70% because when I first went in there, I blasted everything with light and some strains can handle it and some strains can't. And they start to look like this and they do display like this is a magnesium deficiency, but I'll bet you this is caused by just being beat up with too much light. And ways, ways to fix this. 
Uh, cool thing about magnesium, it's just a really easy one to fix. You can foliar spray Epsom salts. I wouldn't want to use more of that Cali Magic because... What about he could foliar yeah. spray that if he didn't want to buy no, something else, no, right? No, he, he shouldn't do that either. He probably has the thing that he should use. Using the Cali Magic, it's giving it calcium and magnesium. Uh, this is not a calcium deficiency. Gotcha. This is a magnesium deficiency. We want to treat fat, not that and something else that's not a problem. Um, magnesium sulfate or Epsom salts... Uh, as a foliar spray or at like 100 parts per million in your water that you're watering in, perfect. Um, and that will replace that magnesium. And then it has extra sulfur there. That's uh, a lot of people, people's gardens um, aren't exactly optimized for how much sulfur they have. So getting a little bit of sulfur uh, is definitely not going to be a bad thing either for those secondary metabolite productions. And white boy Rick, you got to get got to get more a uh, little bit home quicker to water your plants because in one of his comments he says thanks maestro i think some of the stress may be from letting them dry out more than i should have my work schedule makes it a struggle to get home in time to water them so a few times they've been wilted well, that's now, very wilted compassionate it. of you man this guy's working his ass off to feed <laughs> his family and you're like well you better get home faster uh he says he does have his lights uh 36 inches from the tops that should be good but if they're turned up all the way that can still be pretty it's, intense can be eight i'm i'm telling you dial the lights down 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 to 60 percent. these aren't aren't big plants and just check it out man all right hopefully that helped white boy rick and uh yeah keep us in the loop we'll take it over to good comments here man this is from k crawlings k k crawlings k crawlings i guess that's what we'd go with Rolling. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. Since I have been concentrating on breeding semi autos KK Rollings, like JK Rollings, I guess. Okay. The way I did it could have worked, but that makes more sense. I've been concentrating on breeding semi autos the last couple of years now. You just did a breeder hang. Uh, get to know your breeder series and that was our discussion what are of semi-autos fast flowering which is an auto cross with a photo that shortens the length of time for the photo about 15 percent. and like that that auto cross with a photo is how you make auto flowers have uh get more thc and better growth structure and everything like that but this is going the opposite way where you're not crossing with an auto flower to get the auto flower trait you right. want to keep the photo period trait yep you're just trying to get a faster finishing time on them so it's just so different selections from like the same type of crosses that you would make if you were making auto flowers. Yeah, You're just looking for the ones that don't cool. auto flower. It's <laughs> cool. pretty sweet. Yeah, stay tuned for that. That's uh, Chris from Origenetics should be on soon. Our buddy from Gaz Reaper, same guy. But uh, yeah, I don't know where that's going. Get to know your breeder series, guys. Check it out uh, over on YouTube. That one was posted already. Oh, yeah? So oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was. That, right. that went out on Friday. Nice. Thank you. So as I live in Eastern Canada and I got some really great fast finishing outdoor strains, my semi-autos performed better in my climate than some others that are from popular seed banks and mine are better not to toot my own horn. I, yeah, you can toot your own horn. Uh, I just put in the work and mine have it in their genetics. All the mother, all, all the moms, grandmother and fathers have also grown outdoors in my climate. So I believe that helps make the difference of being climatized. It's awesome, though. It's cool that you actually found something that works in your unique, uh, I don't know, climate, I guess. Because you got it. Well, yes, there you... are some damn unique climates when I see freaking like I'm in a, I live in a microclimate since I'm kind of at like the upper part of a hill 
like more by the forest you sure. just get like more sure. obviously fog and humidity and interesting shit but regardless uh more grow talk question Oof. number two eggs eggs by trike man are these eggs yes i'm pretty sure yes. you have eggs so those are eggs That's what up dgc <laughs> sounds good news so this, what's, what's that, that? nothing <laughs> This is so, this is just typical. I was laughing. So, so what up, DGC? I went to a festival in Michigan a few weeks ago and picked up a clone. All right. The clone has spider mites. I've sprayed okay. Azimax on it about three times total once a week. Looks like the adults are gone or dead. I'm just wondering what you think of these guys are, the, if you think of these eggs. And if so, what should I do? Thanks, everybody, DGC. Those look like spider mite eggs, right? Uh, I'm sorry. Thanks, everyone. Long live the DGC. Oh, sorry. Thank you. I'm getting too quick on that. Uh, those are definitely eggs, man. That's that's. But you can eat those. Hang on. What, do you mind if I just jump in and yeah. ask? He says, <laughs> of course. But he sprayed what? Once a week? About three times total once a week. You don't want to spray once a week. You want to spray every three days because you got to break the life cycle of the plant. And those eggs are going to hatch. What is the life cycle is what? Every seven? I, I didn't go to school for this, but I know every three days is because those eggs uh, hatch. You, you know, kill, you it's, kill it's a ant. lot more variable than that. It's all based off of temperature. Ah, the, the higher the temperature sense. is, the faster their reproduction cycle. That makes well. sense. But you want to spray them uh, more frequency because those eggs are going to hide. Not, not much kills the eggs. So if you spray them as, as the eggs hatch, before they lay new eggs, you spray them again, but you don't give them much of a time to lay many more eggs. And uh, what he's doing already with the Azimax mm -hmm. um, is weakening these eggs and making them more susceptible to whatever you are going to use. Uh, and using some wettable sulfur where you can dunk this entire clone down in it and get complete coverage on everything, mm -hmm. shake it around a little bit so there's no air bubbles, um, you can you can knock these out uh, very successfully. Are you just stealing Rasufa's comments? Because Rasufa uh, agrees. No, this is just general uh, like well, best practices for if you have spider mites. Yeah. Using a Let's suffocating oil. How do, you know really well. how do you know Rasufa didn't call Guru last night? Hmm? Yeah, he talked to me on <laughs> the patron, hey? So the wettable sulfur... If you do a quick hit on that, it's a pretty broad bait product that's fairly affordable. And I have, I have some uh, in my IPM on my IPM shelf. This is just safer sulfur right here. It's about I don't know, uh, hemp russet mites. I've heard people using it for regular mites. Maybe even uh, what about on uh, thrips? Can we use it on thrips? Uh, uh, I do not know. I don't know if it's efficacy on thrips. Uh, it. Spinosad is the the like ticket item for if you have thrips. What is that? You can't get. Sorry, you can't get that in Canada. Yeah, there's things. Yeah, I'm angry with Canada right now on many levels. Oh, different show. Not even on this network. The the sulfur. I can't. I have to cut that off before flowering. Does it have like a regular salt like sulfur burners? I know I'm not using it in flowering. Wettable sulfur is probably a better option than a sulfur sulfur burner. I'm I would prefer to not spray anything in yeah. flower if I can avoid it or if I have to uh, up until like the end of stretch before <laughs> the buds like actually set. Uh, you can get away with it, but no. This is uh, sulfur is meant as a preventative thing in veg. You're going to want to use some type of biofungicide or bioinsecticide, biofungicide or something to hold this over um, and just uh, make sure that there's nothing <coughs> when you go to flower too, just to begin with. Okay. But sulfur uh, is a really good tool, especially for a knockdown on an egg population of a clone that you can completely submerge into it. 
um, is, is going to be what you're going to do. And follow the directions on the label. I'm reading That is the right biggest now. thing for pesticides and insecticides and everything. Read the label. Follow the directions. I can't even have the fucking label. Teaspoon man. per quart. Teaspoon per quart across the board. You guys are good. Dude, I swear to God, I was trying to do the right thing. The label is, is stuck, man. You it's destroyed out, it. It's outsmarted me. Uh, hey, Nehe, I wonder before we move on, Nehe commented, um, agrees with the wettable sulfur, and says, I think mites recover faster than on a week. As we discussed, when I get an infestation, I spray every day or every other day to get the bugs I missed the day before. Yep. Good point. Yep. You're not going to get complete coverage. Um, nothing short of a bug extinction is okay in my indoor grow. And then but, on the clones, as if the clone came from a commercial grow, you may have pest, you may have uh, pesticide resistant mites. So sulfur or not both, but an oil-based drench to suffocate bugs, eggs, different mode of actions. I don't know if you mentioned that, Scotty. We have seen mites right. I've, that I've dealt with that are like, dude, these aren't regular mites. I used to do a fogger and all the fuckers would be dead and I'd be pretty good for a while. Sometimes I do a fogger and then there's like half of them are still just crawling around partying. Like, no worries. They handled the fogging. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, a bummer. There's no uh, resistance to being eaten, sir. One other tip from Nehe, whenever you go with, keep doing it a couple times a week, take new cuts. And when you can get rid of the soil, they came in. I like yep. that tip. Yep. That is good information. And don't, you know, we talk about this, but a tent costs a hundred bucks. Don't bring them into your grow. If you're bringing new clones, you know, if, even if you don't want to use a tent or whatever, you can literally keep them with in a bright area with a little light or in a bathroom for, I don't know, a week or so. You might look, you, that'd be like decorative back, top of the toilet. You know what I mean? Well, well you got to keep some light under them. You know, you got to keep energy going. You can't just let them, let them weaken. But you really don't want to just bring them right into your grow. The bathroom window, which I think all bathrooms should have windows. There's just... Oh, it's good. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it does nothing to do with taking a deuce, maybe you just got to get the F out of there. You know what? That's the, I'm going to the bathroom. Psych, I'm out. <laughs> Neither of my bathrooms have windows. <laughs> Stuck in All the right. bathroom window. Now it is time to shout out to Recharge, man. If you guys want to empower your rhizosphere Whoa. for the for the strongest, I was going to go try and go like deep with it. You, you were going to go sharp then, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Like, power the rhizosphere. Yes. If you guys want the microbes, man, to create healthy plants, just makes growing easier, check out Recharge. Uh, you can pick Recharge up at realgrowers.com, coupon code DUDE, Amazon Prime, Real Growers Recharge, and Canada, dudesworld.ca. Uh, and yeah, you will see a difference in your grow. If you don't know what microbes are, you want to learn more about Recharge. Plenty of information from the growers using it on dudegrows.com. Just use our search bar. I love people to go to the site anyway. There's a lot of great info over there. Just search recharge and you'll see tons of information of being used in different systems, different medias, organic, synthetic, synthetic. Uh, and yeah, check it out. You know, all right, all right, all right. Well done, sir. Well done. I know. Done, I don't think man. you can add on to that one. That Just freaking drop the mic, brother. Oh, also, don't forget Dudes World ca forward slash irie uh irie genetics for the canadians up here guys so check it out i'm constantly not constantly but getting different vari uh, variations in so if you go you don't see what you like check sure. back i am up in the stock monthly fems are hard to get though guys i mean i'm getting a few i know that people want the fems but uh they're popular man people grab out fems yes they are sir imagine that it takes a huge step out of out of growing it's a huge step everyone's a female 
<laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about what a bummer it is when you have a male come up because it uh, you know, can seed up your whole, by the time you see it, if you're not too early, or if, if you're not early enough, you can seed out your whole harvest, man. I had it happen. I'm trying to think of an analogy for like going to the club or something, but I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so a glad. Check it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so <laughs> going to a club in, uh, I don't know, Southeast Asia somewhere. You could, they, could, they could take it a few different ways. Let's move on to a grow pack here. That's one of you guys standing out. Come on in. Everyone's a female. You'll be fine. <laughs> Micro Hempy Bucket. This is uh, by GrowCo650. And this is actually pretty cool. Following a bit of advice from the DDC and the fact that Dollar Tree's cups aren't the same size. Uh, started a few, awesome. a few seeds in my cross. Thunder Fury cross with Blue Dream equals Thunder Dream. I still have a male Thunder Fury for Backcross. So we're just looking at these pictures here of how he designed just a micro hempy, like cup and cup with a, using a net pot under one. And you could, I would like to see how big of a, there should be a contest with the micro. We used to do a, a, in my grocery store, people would have cook contests. Can on this for me? I can't see it. There we go. Contest who could grow the biggest plant in like a solo cup. There we go. And have the best yield. It's not the biggest plant, but the best yield from a complete grow cycle in a solo cup. And there's a lot of tricks to it, actually. And if you had a micro hempy bucket, I think you'd be winning. I know. That is uh is that cheating or whatever? What's it? Let, scroll down for me, girl. I went, oh, they're cup and cup, Matt. Wow. That's pretty hip, bro. It's very hip. It's very hip. Thank you for that grow hack there, Grow Coast 650. Hey, I've been playing with the hempy buckets, man. I tell you what, rock wool is an excellent wick. I've been just taking those rock wool blocks and tearing them up, and man, it makes a good wick. I have, uh, well, I'll save it for what's going on in my grow. Uh, okay. Uh, we have another grow talk question, though. Uh, RO Water and Soil Organic Grows by Drip, excuse me, Dr. Trip, Trip Tone. Dr. Trip Tone. Man, you know who's DJing the party? Dr. Triptone. Hey, guys. So it's me, Dr. Triptone, asking another question for the Grow Masters. I don't know about that. That's 10,000 hours to be a master? Yeah, I'm by no means a Grow Master. I like to hang out and talk <laughs> about Grow and read the comments and stuff. Nah, we know how to grow. No master, though. So I'm doing a 4 by 4 grow tent with 5-gallon bags, Fox Farm soil, and using the Dr. Earth Dry Amendment Schedule. It's easy to find online. Now my tap city water has chloramine. Chloramines. I'm assuming it's chloramines, which is chlorine and and what? Ammonia mixed together. And it's just a super stable form of chlorine that doesn't work. Normal chlorine evaporates out in like a day. Uh, But chloramines stay in for a long time. No, not once there are. Wasn't there something with under pressure, Guru, with chlorine? That's, 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 that is with chlorine specifically. Chlorine stays okay. uh, in not solution um, in, in water under pressure. As soon as it's under just atmospheric pressure, like we have normally in the air, um, the chlorine starts to off gas out of the, the water. There, there's a reason why you can put recharge just in any old water and it works is because it's only meant the amount of chlorine or chloramine that's in the pipe is only meant to uh, uh, keep the bacteria from growing inside the inside the pipe. But as soon as you uh, whatever, as soon as you use that water, 
it's again, I'm completely forgetting. What it's I'm it's as soon as that water is not under pressure um, in the line anymore. Thank you. Um, then uh, it 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 doesn't have that capacity to keep it as potable water or, or uh, be like antimicrobial in the water. Um, especially when you use something like recharge and you have such huge numbers of microorganisms that are in there. It It neutralizes uh, the oxidative capacity of the chlorine that's in there super, super fast. And you never, uh, n- never going to notice a difference. We've had a test done on recharge with all of them with distilled, deionized, chlorinated, chloraminated. Uh, every single one of them came back no discernible difference. That's why I bring Guru with me. When I start getting too high and go, what? It comes through, man. Got yeah, you. I like, I, I mean, I, I was concerned about the <clears throat> NDD um, as far as the no discernible difference in many products that, just kidding. So moving, <laughs> I just, you got to have the abbreviation, all right, to sound slick. NDD, uh, man, what are you, reading white papers over there? So here's what uh, Dr. Triptone's doing. I get RO water from the store and then I add CalMag. So it goes up to 100 ppm because RO water, I guess by definition, isn't always zero ppm, but it's very low, like zero very single low. digits ppm. Yep. Um, and I feed that to the plants. Is this okay or should I add more minerals? Sometimes if I'm getting deficiencies, I supplement with uh, either Dr. Earth Supplement 111 or BioBiz 122. Those are some liquid supplements, both of those, I believe. I always hear, okay, let's hit that first. Um, fox I would farm go soil that. first off. What kind of fox farm soil? Because ocean forest is different than happy frog is different than cocoa. I would cocoa. assume. I usually assume people are using the, they get their hand on ocean forest. Ocean forest. So ocean forest feeds for a while, right? You could say it feeds for like up to a month and veg. I'd say depending, depending on, on it. Dep- it all depends on the pot size too. If you have a big size. enough pot, if you have a big enough pot, uh, ocean forest can last the whole way through. So earth dry amendments is kind of as meat and potatoes as well. Um, and then, so you technically, I think you're just asking about nutrition. Well, I'm looking, I don't know what the doctor, Dr. Earth supplement one, one, one or BioBiz one, two, two is I, you know, I always want to know where you're getting your steak and potatoes from. Well, the question here, two things is going to the store to get the RO water. Does he need to do that? I mean, eventually that's pain in the ass. I don't, you say your water has chlorine and chloramines. Most all municipal water does. How high of a PPM is it otherwise? It still could be pretty good. My Denver water was at like 160 parts per million or something. Right, right. I can find with that. It's when you get higher up, you have to make adjustments potentially in your nutrient inputs. Um, so you should know what PPM your water is. And people can say, get a water report from the city. Sure. Or I don't know if I believe in that necessarily, because what variables are there between their water and all the pipes and it's shit true. between? They also true. test it like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and they can change reservoirs. I've seen this happen to growers in Colorado, actually. My water was always at this, and now my grows effed up because they changed reservoirs on them, um, and it was a different source of water. But uh, so first off, know if you really need to be going to get that RO. It's ex- not expensive, I guess, but it could be a pain in the butt. Pain, you always get yeah. a big jug of RO. If not, you can always look at the options of getting filter. I've told before on the show, uh, Hydrologic actually has been on the show a couple of times. RO sure. filters are becoming less wasteful, more efficient, less expensive, and easier to get into if you want to go with RO water. Um, and don't, I don't know, he's, he's adding, if he needs to add more minerals to it, that was the main, why is he adding CalMag up to 100 ppm to RO water? It's, I guess it's not going to hurt. Maybe he's just covering the base because, as the plant needs it. Because you know it has zero CalMag in it. Sometimes some of that ppm True. is calcium, you know, like 
pipes calcify or things calcify. Yeah, but if you're if you're using a good uh, soil that right. has been like tested uh, and is like the proper levels of everything in the soil, right. you shouldn't need to be using that extra CalMag just to have uh, some PPM in your water. You should have no problem using just plain RO water or RO water with microbes in there uh, if your soil that is that, if it's amended properly. I guess is the best way to put that. And that ties into you said microbes. The last part of the question. I always hear dude saying how much he loves is no pHing the water uh, for his garden. Could you guys explain more of that? Everything I try, um, the no the no pH thing, I fail. Or everything I try, the no. I mean, maybe when every time for- I try the no pH thing, I fail. Um, we'll edit it, man. All right. You know how much editing Maestro actually does on all these questions, man. I mean, that's why that's why they're almost always perfect. Shout out to Jay Maestro. Uh, that for me was microbes. I don't. I, I know my starting point, so that's important. I know my water off my tap is right. right around seven, and I know when I add my nutrients to it. If I'm just doing my typical hit with some rainbow nutrients, it takes it down to around six ish. Um, but also, I know my microbes got my back, if I can put it that way. They're going to help nutrient availability, and it's not as important after the fact to always be checking your pH with your pen. You can rely on microbes unless you know your water's way out of whack. For some reason, if it's like, I don't know why water would be like eight or nine off the tap. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? That ain't right. Yeah, that would be kind of weird. Well water a lot of times can be weird because again, okay. it's got sodium or it's got a bunch of calcium in there. But, uh, but go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if I would, man, RO water is, is a pain in the butt, man. Do you, have you ever used RO water? You have, right? Uh, I've never had an RO system. No, I just have used, I've used a chlorinator. Um, that's another thing I forgot to mention. You can use a chlorinator. If you get the right filter, you can pull those chloramines out. But if they're at a very low, um, you know, ratio, it's like Guru was saying, it's probably not affecting your microbes. Uh, but otherwise, no. I didn't like the wastewater and the expense back in the day, but right. it's been a long time since I was taking into consideration 15 plus years of improvements and things with the technology with it. So, yeah, that's the last time I used one was with well water, probably 15, 20 years ago. Hopefully we helped you out. Dr. Trip Tone. Thanks for the comments there and the help cause Gen X. Uh, and yeah, let's get into uh, before what's going on in our grows, the pros list, man. Dogrows.com forward slash pros. I wanted to feature AC infinity ventilation, not only ventilation, grow tents as well. Uh, Scotty, did you get your two by four set up yet? I have not. I have not, man. Get on it. He's got a new two by four in the studio. That would be a great, like, hey, you know, somebody's look at my little, it's like a little show off. uh, Yeah, I do. I'm debating. It's a talking piece, right? I have a two by four grow tent set up, but I don't have the new one set up. So should we have dueling grow tents, Guru? I like it. <laughs> I'll put my money on Guru. I don't know what the what the competition is with the dueling, but uh, regardless, I'll, AC I'll take it. I'll take that action, man. I'll take that action, bro. All right. Great inline Jack's fans dinner? is yeah, Jack's dinner, man. Loser pays. <laughs> yep. Well, like I mean. Cl- I think you might owe me a couple already. <laughs> I, I will not bet. <laughs> so you we might get down. We might man. get down to one. I will not bet you any, dude. I would bet him the most sure things, man. The most sure things in the world. The weirdest stuff will happen. I'll lose, man. It's happened twice. <laughs> 
Fair enough. Jax is like a nice fish house in Fort oh, Collins. If yeah. You guys are wondering. I'm sorry. I should have explained that. It's the dumbest priced place either. You know what I mean? Like you'd maybe go there for your anniversary or something like that. And it's like, oh, do you want a $5 oyster? And I'm like, well, we are fucking as far away from the ocean as you possibly could be. So I don't know. The farther I am away from the ocean, the more I'm like, I want to pay more for my oysters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure they're fresh. Yeah. I'll still eat a 25 cent chicken wing though, man. <laughs> okay, let me uh let me transition back somehow to the AC Infinity talk there. Which is, I, think, I think I forgot we were doing the show for a minute. We, yeah, we could run a little loose around here. ACinfinity.com, guys. They got some badass fans that have been in the industry for a while as far as just ventilations and fan technology across the board. Now bringing it to grow. Um, awesome set points you can control on and off times. Uh, they're grow tents, new size, a new size, the four by three is coming out soon, which like we it. also have a giveaway coming up on. We have a four by three with an HLG 350 R in it and an AC infinity ventilation system. Check that out. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. But, uh, otherwise acinfinity.com coupon code dude and get your hands on some slick looking shit. I like how you can mount like the fan thing on the outs there's like a little mounting tab on the outside of the tent so you can look all teched out and have a digital display for the fan you know what i mean i like it i like it that you can chat with them anytime if i'm lonely yeah. i can't, I can't it, sleep it is also pretty cool to be able to just look from the outside of your tent at your environmental sensor there right and see what's going on without having to open the tent and look at like a hygrometer that's in there uh, I, I got that. I dig it, on that. It is nice or, or not have to open the tent and like reach in to feel how it feels in there. Uh, you can just from the outside look at that and be like, cool, it's it's running good. It's 82 degrees in there right now. But the plants like you to open it and try to feel. Well, they would <laughs> ideally they want you to just come in there and lay down in there and never leave and just breathe CO2 on them all the time. Hey, hey. I was in my room yesterday for a while and I looked up as 1300 PPM. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I've been opening and closing the door and shit too. Five by five gets too rocking because I close, I zip that five by five up behind me when it's getting like it's cool out in the garage and then it goes off. I'm wondering at what point it's going to be bad for me. Like I think it's forty five hundred in here right now with CO two. I know we googled it. It's like ten thousand, right? It's like you need Probably. a lot of PPM. I've hidden in a box as a long time before as a kid during hide and seek one time. You know, what I mean, I'd be gone. Is that what happened, bro? <laughs> uh what's going on down our, the stairs in a box huh what's going on in our grows i can i'm gonna start off with an ultimatum okay it's time to grow if i don't give myself an ultimatum on the show then i'm i'm i might not follow through with it so by the next grow talk i better have a video up kicking and uh, uh something new going on in the grow starting i'm gonna clean the two by four tent and get that fired up um, I actually have two CO2 tanks now, so no worries on that. I got the 50 pounder for the five by five, which lasts so long. I love it. Uh, and a 20 pound tank, just as a, on a 20 pound CO2 tank on a two by four tent, if you're not doing much air exchange, lasts quite a while as well. For me, almost like two months, man. So um, it's worth it. Plus, CO2 what? costs more in Canada. A 20 what? pound tank lasts you how long? Two months? Yeah, I just have it chilling like it's 650, 700 ppm in my veg tent, two by four. Last oh, two by four. Ten. Okay, yes. cool. Yes. Man, mine doesn't last that long. It lasts about 10 days, two weeks, I'll say. But uh, in a very sealed, was it a six by 12, right? 
Uh, fairly sealed. No, six that thing 12. is sealed, man. When I'm in there, first off, <laughs> the dehumidification, it pulls out exactly. It's sealed, man. Uh, when I'm in there, dude, the CO2 shoots up if I close it. It also, your CO2 goes by really fast when you run it at like 1,500 parts per million. No, I'm running mine at 1,000, and that is a sealed room. And I'm telling you, man, it's, I mean, it lasts okay. It lasts a few weeks, you know, two to three weeks, but it doesn't last forever. It's a no-burner. It's no burner, man. One other uh, reason it's like, and it it doesn't, it bothers my brain a little bit. Like I have grown enough cannabis still from my five by five last couple harvests. I still have enough. Like I could still not grow for another whole month at least. Then I might be cutting it close. But as we this is last harvest, this is last harvest. You know what I mean? This is as we promote grow your own on the show. I mean that's one of the beauties of it. And I'm talking. Yeah, Scotty's showing off his five-gal buckets with some good herb going on. But, I mean, this is like the autos that just fucking grew easy as all hell. That's the weed I actually like to smoke, which is a sour lime cookies. But it's easy to grow a shitload of weed for you to share with your friends, man. I know. I like your growing easy systems coming soon. I would be able to talk about growing an auto (laughs) with some grow dots in this one bucket and just be good to go. Pull a harvest in 70 days or so. Autos are usually 70 to not even 80 days, 80 days potentially. It depends, but yeah, right around there. I dig. I'm going to have to get my hands. We got some people asking, what are the grow dots available, man? I think they're available on Amazon now and I'm waiting for, for my shipment. Amazon got them before I got them. I am. Uh, it's a partnership with me and my and my bamboo nursery down there, putting them to work. I'm gonna have to call Warehouse Kyle because I need to test them before I test before I recommend them. I need to test them myself. I know you've tested them, but I don't. It's not 100 percent trust. Okay, sorry. Aren't you Aren't you like four months too late? We had everybody <laughs> testing them all season. The whole Mondo <laughs> testing and shit, man. <laughs> Jesus. I am, I am, but it's you know, if I, it's not as easy sometimes. I have to people send me stuff to the Great White North, bro. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All good though. I, you know how it is. Sometimes I'm not. I'm not saying I don't believe in it product, but as a grower, you want to have your run with it. Know for sure to be able check to check it out, man. I check it out. I'm liking it. I'm gonna add some silica to it, and uh, other than that, I'm having really good results. Simple nice. product, man. And uh, I sure do have a bunch of hot peppers, a bunch of damn good hot peppers we grew, man, and fucking yielded too. Ooh, I've been processing my peppers. I guess that's what else is going on in my grow. So, in your grow, you just showed off your autos and whatnot. Hang on, man. I got to say something. I forgot what's going on in my grow. Guru, we got to go out there and cut that big, giant fucking sour lime cookies down today, man. Too stinky? It's just getting stinky enough where I do not want the authorities showing up this year. And, uh, yeah, it's getting kind of stinky. So I think we're going to have to just... That sucks. To make it's it like, clear, the authority is code enforcement. They probably yes. wouldn't find you. Potential though, I get it. I'm not saying you know. I I don't know. I get it. If you just don't want people coming over, yeah, that could be a bad vibe. Or if you don't need to have, I see the look on your face. Hi, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, so anyway, we we, I got a couple buckets of weed, and I tell you what, that I was going to say, and it's going to be outdoor, but it's going to be greenhouse weed. We will take some pictures before, and we'll document it before we cut it down. It's looking good. It's going to actually pain me to cut this thing down, man. Is it smokable yet? No, clear trichomes. Uh, 
what is that cbg you said what's the one that comes early guru cbg cbg is the pre CBD, is the precursor right everything. now i'll snap some pics of it but we were sitting outside yesterday and the wife's like oh i smell weed and i was like not me but then i i know what she was saying yeah. weed. it's one of those things just like when i visited you're like oh can you smell every once in a while a whiff of the neighbor's farm where there's yep. horse manure oh, yeah in it's like something like, to make his donkey just go make terrible noises, man. All right. I know. And I was staying at the bakery in my my uh, my own star RV. <laughs> when I we put you in the RV, the don- man. The donkeys, man. That was your wake up call every once in a while. Which I can't. I love donkeys, so I was trying not to get angry at a donkey interrupting my sleep. Yeah, but if he can make the neighborhood smell like donkey shit most of the time, I can't put a little weed in there, man. You know, a little right. complex aroma. You're going to have to go to the next town town hall meeting. <laughs> the most fucked up thing is this guy runs them. He's the city commissioner, man, you know. Probably not going to work uh, out for me. Probably not. Let's uh, let's shout out to your local hydro store who is slinging some recharge. Hey, I'll take Hydro at Harry's in Hazel Park, Michigan. And thanks, Chris. Appreciate all the recharge love. All right. All right. I also want to shout out the DDC Patreon producers making the show happen. Don't forget Hang this Friday, October 1st, 420 Pacific time. Grow Hang. Just hang out. Bullshit. Talk. Grow. Uh, and yeah, you can get access to that. Dudegrows.com forward slash sporty. I've been joined up to the DGC and I'm going to start it off with thank you to Outer Grows and Fat and Bearded. What's up? Yeah. Organically grown 618 and Bud Sniffer. Thank you for, I don't know, thank you for your patronage. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Can I smoke coffee? <laughs> Could be. Cis Trunk Funk. Oh man. Is that from Cis Trunk Boulevard? Mm-hmm. Huh. Tell you what, South Florida, Fort Lauderdale guy there, man. G Prospect Noob and MA Beast. I got Rasta K, what's going on? And Bones and Coughs a lot. Wow, it sounds like a 90s rap band, doesn't it, man? Mm. Yeah, I'm bong hitting Coughs a lot. No, that was too live crew, though. All right. No, no. Don't, don't mess with Uncle Luke, brother. I'm you be bumping on this drunk boulevard, yo. Stay higher, my friends. Peace out. Until next time. Hey, take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude.